I don't, I want, you know what I wanted to say? I wanted to what? say Andrew. Andrew. Yes. In that, <laughs> in in that my, classic tone. In my podcast voice. That's how you know I'm starting the podcast. Andrew. That's how you know. <laughs> that's how you know. The only way you would know. <laughs> um, Andrew, I, for some reason, the past couple of days, I'm very in a like Halloween in July kind of mood. I watched all of the new Fear Street movies on Netflix, um, which I would highly recommend. Uh, The first one is a little bit hokey, but the other two are really good. And the whole thing wrapped up into a cute little present is amazing. Anyways. Wait, how long are they? Is it they're like a TV like, episode or a movie? They're movies, so they're like hour 45 minutes each. Uh-huh. Um, but they're it's a really good story. It's based on R.L. Stein books. But I was watching those, but I was also catching up on Ryan Murphy, our favorite our favorite person. Ryan Murphy's other project, um, American Horror Story. It's not even a project at this point. It's a it's a phenomenal. Lifestyle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, and American Horror Stories, which is not a new season of American Horror Story, but it's a new, like, version of the show. It's an anthology, so it's a different world, or I don't even know if it's a different universe. I think it's the same universe, but a different story each episode. Okay. And they're really good. Let me just start by saying that. If you're into American Horror Story, you're going to eat this stuff up. And the most recent episode that came out last night stars Glee icon Kevin McHale. Okay. And I always thought, like, I was so into Glee that I never thought I could see these actors in different roles. Right. Like, I can't see Leah Michelle and not see Rachel. I can't see, yeah, it's, it's it was hard for me to, like, see Darren Chris in, it, in anything and not be like, Lynn. Um, right, and so but I mean, I was like, like he has an Emmy now for playing a different role, exactly a, a, a Ryan Murphy project at the in end another of the day, Ryan but, Murphy yeah. project. <laughs> but um, so I was, I was like, oh, Kevin McHale is in this. Am I going to be able to see past the like artiness? Yeah. Um, and it was actually really good. It's the story is kind of about like an influencer gone bad, like a very like. Logan okay. Paul, if Logan Paul was like, it, that's his, whatever happened to him a couple years ago, like just got incredibly worse and everybody uh, dies. <laughs> Wait, and so who is who is Kevin McHale in this scenario? Kevin McHale, so th- it's a group of influencers that live in the bro house. And okay. uh, Kevin McHale is um, one of the influencers, but he's like the filmer. He's the film guy. He's behind the camera. They push him behind the camera okay. because they're like, we don't, we don't want you in this. You do Wait, all the that's editing. that's the same thing that they did with his character in, in Glee, where yes. they, <laughs> they tried to sell us on the fact that, you know, he, he went to film school. Mm-hmm. He was a director at the end of the series, whatever. Um, yeah. That's so interesting that Ryan Murphy just, like, has this sort of, like, in <laughs> mind for his actor. He's still a director in yeah. American Horror Story. And it was actually really good. I really liked it. The influencers are like worried because they are going on 30 and yeah. they're like, oh my gosh, we're losing subscribers. What do we do? Um, and chaos ensues. And it takes place around Christmas. So chaos. I, I, I feel like, you know, like I could probably disconnect 
Kevin McHale from Artie in this role? Because from my understanding, he doesn't wear glasses. He does not wear glasses. Okay. So like, and he that's... has earrings. Oh, okay. Two things <laughs> separating from Artie. Uh, okay, cool. I'll watch it. You should. Are, uh, the other episodes are good as well? The other episodes are really good. The episode before this one was all about like a haunted movie that if you watch it, turns the people into zombies and it was good. Oh, okay. I don't know. I... Uh, Ryan Murphy, just where is this coming from? But I'm loving it. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that this is this is this a segue into our our guest today. <laughs> not, Ryan Murphy, uh, not, where is this coming from? No, not Ryan Murphy. Where is this coming from? But not a haunted movie that turns you into zombies. This our Gleek of the week this week <laughs> is not from a movie that turns you into zombies. It, it actually quite the opposite. It turns you into <laughs> the most joyous form of your human being. Um, the film Hairspray, the star of that film. We have Nikki Balonsky herself as our Gleek of the Week this week. How are you doing, Nikki? Hello. I'm doing well. I'm doing well, thanks. You were just you were just talking about one of my favorite people I have ever met, Kevin McHale. Oh, really? Wait, what is your I, experience with him? Uh, Kevin and I met a few years ago. I was singing the national anthem for Dodgers Pride Night Casual, out here yeah. in L.A. <laughs> um, and he was there. I was there. Melissa Etheridge was there. I was a kid at a candy store. Right. And uh, I was I saw him and I was like, <gasps> And I happen to be with um, my very, very, very dear friend, Dot Marie Jones, Coach Beast. Of course. And um, she was like, I want to introduce you to Kevin. And I just was like, oh, my God, I love you. And then <laughs> recent, that was a few years ago. Recently, I just performed at L.A. Pride this year with my buddy Ryan Casada, and who was on the same bill, but, but Kevin McHale, he was performing in the same venue right after us it was really really cool and i saw him and i just like they were ushering people in and i don't know the new yorker and me came out and i just grabbed his arm and i was like hey and he was like oh my god hi (laughs) so good he's one of the sweetest human beings i've ever encountered really and so incredibly talented like the talent is just stratospherical so we need to know your experience with glee did you watch it did you not? What was your experience? My experience with Glee is an interesting one. It's it's a roller coaster. Um, Hairspray it. kind of came out at the same time Glee did, but then a few years after Glee, there was Smash. Mm-hmm. So yes. um, I kind of found myself. I auditioned for. Uh, for a couple of Ryan Murphy productions. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I, first of all, I'm a huge American Horror Story, like fanatic, <laughs> like love, love, love. Then that was the show that I was like dying to be on because I wanted to play something so different yeah. and so out of the box from Tracy Turnblad. You know, not that I don't love going, oh, 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 all the time. <laughs> but I I wanted to, you know, try something else in American Heart Story. It just seems so cool. I love that 
that genre of film and TV. And just, I thought it'd be really cool. I've never made it onto a show, so wah, wah, but it's all good. And who knows? You never know. I'm sure in like 10 years, there'll be a reinstallment of it. And then maybe, I don't know, I could go back and play Kathy Bates' character. Who knows? Oh, a girl on. can dream, right? Yeah. That's- <laughs> Wait, I love that idea. I mean, like, I just, these, I just come up <laughs> with things in my head. I'm just like, you know, I yeah. love Kathy. I'm first of all, Kathy Bates is like my favorite. I mean, going back to misery. So, oh, you know, absolute queen. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Wait. So like you didn't like immediately sort of just like go to Glee, like you wanted to go to like a different sort of rhyme. So topic. as yeah, as Glee was getting super, 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 super big, Hairspray, we were on like this, like it was like an award show circuit that bled into yeah. a press tour, a 10 month press tour back and forth. And so I hadn't, I had been hearing, you know, Glee, 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 Glee. And right. I was like, what, what is this? And I didn't really, I wasn't really keeping up. You know, I was on like this crazy press tour. Um, and by the time I got home, that's when I realized like, oh, Glee is flipping huge yeah. and everybody and their mom's talking about it. Um, and then when I saw that Jane Lynch was in it, who I just, I love her, um, you know, and of course being a New Yorker and a Broadway baby myself, I was like, mm, my interest was <laughs> peaked immediately. Just the fact that whenever I see, you know, you think of how many people live in New York City or wherever, and they come to see Broadway shows in New York. Mm-hmm. Not everybody gets that amazing experience. Not everybody gets to go to live theater. So when you get things like Hairspray Live or any of these, uh, the Sound of Music Live, Peter Pan Live, any of these things, you're exposing kids who can just tune up, turn on the TV and experience that musical for free. And, and that's amazing. And that just as long as music and theater and arts are just continued to be spread to kids and through schools, I think, you know, we're doing the right thing. And I think Glee was a show that awakened that in a lot of kids. I think it made the singers in school the not so outcasts. Right. Um, you know, and cause I know I was definitely, you know, one of the outcasts in my select singers group, which mm. was kind of the glee club. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, like, I feel as though you are sort of the reason that glee did so well with hairspray because it was like part of this, like resurgence of like really fun musicals. And like, it came very shortly after, um, hairspray and so like i like you were just like part of this like musical phenomenon that like took over that part of like uh, what like the 2009 2008 uh yeah. you know era it was it was a really cool time because yeah. you know like we were talking about like more music was being infused into film and television right. and there was more I mean, I even noticed after Hairspray and the projects that I went on to, the movies, they were like, hey, do you want to record, you know, the ending song? And yeah. I'm like, heck yeah, I do. Put me in the booth. Yeah. Let's go. Um, you know, and and so they, I've noticed that through Hairspray, through Glee, through Smash, yeah. shows like that, 
you're, you know, you get this opportunity not to just show your acting chops or, you know, how many lines you can memorize. Now they're kind of opening the horizons and saying, well, you have another talent, let's use it. And I think that's really amazing when producers, writers, creators really think about you and think about all what you can bring to the table totally, and, and use, you know, all assets of what you got to give. Right. So have you, does that mean you've heard the Glee version of you can't stop the beat? Uh, I have not heard the Glee <laughs> version of you can't stop the beat. I have heard, I, I know, you know, I, I listen, I just wrapped a movie. So I've been like crazy busy. So listen. forgive me, please, but I will go watch it now. I did watch, I was on set and somebody sent me the Jane Corden and uh, Ariana Grande Tina's over. And I thought that was, that was great. Oh yeah. That was very fun. Yeah. <laughs> listen to me. I know that all of those cast members on Glee are incredibly talented. So I have no doubt under the sun that they absolutely did not nail it. They just nailed it, I'm sure. But I will say this, I will always say this, there is something that we have in Hairspray that is just untouchable. Yeah, no, I agree. In in our version, and that's John Travolta. So I, <laughs> I'm like, everybody can sing this song forever, please. I encourage it, but we had... We had the man. Listen, so, Nikki, I you don't know. think that you're alone in saying that. I feel as though <laughs> a lot of people will back you on that. Yeah. I mean, just like he is honestly, when you think about men in musical theater, yeah. Grease. I mean, but you don't, he didn't initially get the movie Grease. He started as Judy in mm-hmm. Grease on Broadway and then went on to become Danny Zuko. So, and then here we are, how many years later? So it's, it's amazing. So it kind of says to me, who knows, maybe there's a movie musical in my future. Mm-hmm. I, would I so. think so. <laughs> a Ryan Murphy know. production, even? <laughs> I mean, Ryan Ryan knows that I would love to work with him. So if Ryan comes a call and I will be an answer. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, if you're listening, please, this is the call. Ryan, I am ready to sing for you. <laughs> Um, okay, wait, Allison, do you want to pull your song first? Okay, so we do have these beautiful um, cups, cups that are glee-themed, slushy, slushy-themed. Okay. Filled with songs in them. <laughs> okay. I will Am pull- I supposed to sing? No. <laughs> oh, I mean, we're I not going like, to stop you. I didn't you warm you. up in the shower, but I can try. We're not going to stop you if you want to. <laughs> Um, I've been I've been known to just bust out into song. This is a really I'm really excited and maybe concerned about this song, but I'm kind of excited about it. <gasps> okay. Okay. Here we go. I was feeling down in, couldn't win. I don't need all oh, the original link. <laughs> I felt there's no use getting into heavy sweating. It only leads to trouble and bad fretting. Now all I want to know is how to go. 
I've tasted blood and I want more, <laughs> more, more, more. I'll put up no resistance. I want to stay the distance. I've got an itch to scratch. I need assistance. Touch it, touch it, touch it, touch me. I'm so glad that we got a musical theater song. A movie musical. Oh, yeah. you. Um, Nikki, <laughs> we want to start with you. Do you have any immediate thoughts with Touch a Touch a Touch Me performed by Emma? I thought it was great. Yes. Um, I look, first of all, because of the whole hairspray thing, like I can't not see Matthew Morrison and go, what? <laughs> like, I, I love him. He's one of my favorite people I've ever performed with. And I think he's just like got such a stellar voice. So I was I was totally, you know, focused on him. And uh, but then when she came in, I knew exactly what song it was. And I was <laughs> like, oh, I am here for this. I'm here for this. I love I love the sweet tone of her voice. I love that she doesn't try and do too much and compete mm-hmm. like with the other singers. Like she just does her thing. And that's what I appreciate about her voice. It's sweet. It's pure. It's to the point. I love that. I want to backtrack a little bit because I feel like you okay. like, casually name drop people. I'm trying to just like pick them off off the floor. <laughs> And I'm like, you know, what's so like, (laughs) I never I literally do my best. Like, I never talk about like, like, you know, because I don't want to be like a jerk. And like, I'm just like, oh, my friend, whatever. And then they're like, you mean and I'm like, yeah, but like, I didn't want to say the last name because I didn't want to, you know, because I'm not I'm not a name dropper. But, you know, listen, Nikki. You name dropped a few people today and we're here for it. So we love it. We live um, for it. Wait, when did you perform with Matthew Morrison? I performed with Matthew Morrison at Carnegie Hall. It was about, oh my gosh, it has to be about over at least five years ago now. It was uh the Tracy Trifecta, Ricky, 
Ricky Lake, Marissa Jarrett Winoker, and myself, we all sang Good Morning Baltimore. Wow. Um, and it was in honor of, it was to honor Mark Shaman and Scott Whitman. And it was honestly one of the most magical nights of my life. I met Sarah Jessica Parker. I thought I entered heaven. You know, <laughs> it was like a whole, I was like, what is going on in my life? Um, you could just call her but, Sarah. You're on the first name basis. SJP. And SJP. I I couldn't. I was just like, oh ma, oh mama. Yeah. I was just like, I can't believe this is happening. But um, yeah, Matthew and I. I remember there was a moment where it was the entire Broadway cast. I was the only one from the movie, and they were teaching me the Broadway choreography right before we went on stage. And I was like, thanks, guys. So it was like. Matthew Morrison and oh, my sweet, amazing, oh, he's like a brother to me, Chester Gregory, who yeah. I just love so much, the original seaweed. So yeah, they were they were getting your girl in shape. <laughs> you can't stop the beat. <laughs> okay, wait, going back to this song for just a minute. This was a lot. I have so many thoughts about Touch a Touch a Touch Me. <laughs> Give um, them to us. Obviously, I Emma doesn't get a lot of songs. But when she does, right. always iconic. It hits. This is Jayma May's audition song for Glee. Love that. I think this is the perfect song for her character. Um, obviously, the Britney and Santana doing doing the background work. Um, I think it was so much fun. Them like skipping down the halls, mm-hmm. literally already the winner of my glacket just to do that. <laughs> so cute. It's the cutest thing in the world. It's a very hot, very hot performance. Matthew Morrison has never looked better than in the Touch a Touch a Touch Me performance. He looks great. Oh, Mr. Morrison, he, he he's found the fountain youth because he just, <laughs> he, I just tell you, Mr. Link Larkin over there just gets better looking as the days go on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, he, he can play Link Larkin for like the next few decades. And exactly. it would be like, Literally. Okay, I, yeah. I adore him. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> I, I mean, I just want to copy paste everything that's already been said i think it's a, i love jama mays in this song this is probably one of my only emma songs that i'm like really really into yeah i listen to uh, the rocky horror glee show cd just on repeat again around halloween time this is the halloween episode of glee of the week <laughs> here it is in, and in um, August. yeah <laughs> exactly and i think uh, yeah i just love rocky horror and Glee combining into one. I think they're literally just, they fit together very well. Yeah. There's this really cool place in New York. I'm a New Yorker born and bred and they do the Rocky Horror Picture Show like at like midnight down in like, down in like near the Chelsea Hotel, like grungy area, but it is just so fun. And you go and it's a live performance. I just, I love that music. I love that. I am concerned for what is against this yeah. song. The competitor of Touch a Touch a Touch Me. I mean, Touch a Touch a Touch Me. It might be when I think about you, I touch myself. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of I, I don't know why that song just came to mind. Um, <laughs> I have a song from the series finale of Glee. Wow. Okay. A okay. Series finale. A Matthew Morrison song. Wow. Here we go. Okay. Okay. You on the road 
must have a code that you can live by and so become yourself because the past is just a goodbye teach your children well their father's hell will slowly go by and feed them on your dreams the one they picked the one you'll know by don't you ever ask them why if they told you you would cry so just look at them and sigh and know they love you you of tender years can know the fears that your elders grew by and so please help them with your youth they seek the truth before they can die teach your parents well their children's hell will slowly go by and feed them on your dreams the one they picked the one you'll know They told you you would cry so just look at them and sigh and know they love you I just want to say that when I'm thinking about Will Schuster crying playing the ukulele there are two songs that come to mind Teacher Children and Over the Rainbow and if I'm gonna like one better Wait, than does, the other, does teacher children really come to mind? <laughs> First of all, no, no. But, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> under that category, the, these two songs are kind of. I'm comparing one to the next one because they think everything's over, everything's done, and in the season finale or the series finale, yeah, it is completely over, and everybody's actually like, okay, we're done. Right. Um, this I really I like over the rainbow a lot better. I know that's I, not directly what's competing with this, but I'm comparing no, it to I, it. I didn't even like consider that because like I feel like it's it's sort of like done as reference to Over mm -hmm. the Rainbow because it's at the end Over the Rainbow is at the end of the season one finale. He just announces that they have another year of competing. Mm -hmm. And and so he's like, Okay, let's celebrate by singing this. This he my biggest problem with this song is that it's in celebration of this school becoming a completely art high school. So mm -hmm. that means no Cheerios, no athletic program. It is like there, it's all been cut. Mm -hmm. which That's I, what I went to. Art high school? I Yeah, I went to a school with no gym, no nothing. We went kayaking instead. And yeah. we focused on what you wanted to do. And they focused on my theater. And there you go. You went to William McKinley High School post-2015. <laughs> Very small one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, like, I feel as though 
the entire like premise of Glee from the beginning was that it was like a combination of very art kids mm-hmm. and then very athletic side kids that like combine yeah. into one club. Whereas like they were giving us this at the series finale and they were like, hey, this is what you wanted, right? We wanted a complete art high school. And it's like, no, we we, we just didn't the want Cheerios. the arts program cut. Yeah. <laughs> we um, wanted to yeah. save the Glee Club. I don't think I really like this song. I don't really like a lot of uh, Mr. Schuster's songs um, in the series. But we haven't gotten a lot of I love him point. so much as a character, though. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, when you have, like, a teacher who's so passionate about music, it can really make it the biggest difference in a kid's life. Yeah. And I know that's exactly what happened with me, with my mentor, Dr. Levy. Yeah. Like I, and my principal, my high school principal, Steve Goldberg, I would be absolutely not in the position I am in without them. Like they just encouraged me mm-hmm. and kept me. I mean, my principal, just like Mr. Schuster would whip out the guitar yeah. and <laughs> like at lunch break and just be jammed and like so if it wasn't for them so my point in this all with just coming up with this was that it's just so important teachers don't understand the magnitude Mm -hmm. they have just by being themselves right and playing their music and you know so I that's that's what I love about Mr. Shu yeah I feel that and I really liked um Phineas sitting right next to Mr. Shu, like with oh, the yeah. like light of God shining on him. It was so nice. I was like <laughs> watching and I was like, oh my gosh, there's Amber. Like yeah. she has to be, Amber Riley has to be one of my favorite people I've ever met in my entire life. Okay, like, let's go into that. Let's go, Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you meet Amber Riley? So um, many years ago, this was an amazing experience. I was contacted by the uh, Toys for Tots mm-hmm. and I live in New York, born and bred New Yorker. And they said, we're having a big thing at Bryant Park, you know, at the skating ring for Toys for Tots and the Marines are going to be there. We'd like to know if you'd host. And I was like, absolutely. So it was myself. I was hosting with somebody else. And uh, they said a few cast members of Glee will be there. Mm-hmm. Oh my And they gosh. didn't tell me who. And I was so excited because I had, like I said, I was on this press tour, but I was fully aware that there was mm-hmm. a phenomenon called Glee going on. Right. Yeah. And um, I remember going, okay, I wonder who's, who's, who it is and the first person who walked up to me and put their arms around me was Corey Monteith oh the bad yeah and my heart melted immediately and I was just like oh my gosh you are the sweetest soul in the whole world yeah um and Mark Salling was there and then Amber Riley comes out and just that smile that just like lit up all of Bryant Park. I was like, girl, you shine brighter than the Rockefeller Center Christmas tree. Like she (laughs) is just so just has the most amazing positive energy and it rubs off on you and you can't just help be in the best mood ever when you're around Amber Riley. She's Mm. just Mwah, chef's kiss her, <laughs> and her voice is like otherworldly like I mean, it's it's insane yeah yeah that's what i'm rooting for this episode i want i want some amber riley yeah for this yeah. episode um 
but when it does come down to it between teacher children and touch a touch a touch me i think my vote is is clear i'm going touch a touch a touch me does anybody else want to continue i'm gonna go touch a touch a touch me okay, yeah me too going. okay i'm gonna go with you <laughs> Sorry, teach your children. Teach your children to not touch it, touch, touch anything. There's a <laughs> pandemic. <laughs> Write that down. Do not touch it, touch, that touch down. anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And if you do sanitize. Oh, gosh. This is, this is good. This is good. I saw your face. I'm concerned, but happy. <laughs> okay. Yo, VIP. Oh, he's such a handsome devil. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, stop, collaborate and listen. Ice is back with a brand new invention. Something grabs a hold of me tightly. Flow like a harpoon daily and nightly. Will it ever stop? Yo, I don't know. Turn off the lights, huh? And I'll glow to the extreme. I rock a mic like a vandal. Light up a stage and wax a chump like a candle. Dance, go rush the speaker that booms. I'm killing your brain like a poisonous mushroom. Deadly, when I play a dope melody. Anything less than the best is a felony. Love it, oh yeah. You better gang way. You better hit the bullseye, the kid don't play. If there was a problem, you I'll solve. It. Check out the hook while my DJ revolves it. Lyrical poet, Miami is on the scene just in case you didn't know it. My town that created all the bass sound, enough to shake and kick holes in the ground. Cause my style's like a chemical spill. These were rhymes you can vision and feel. Conducted in form, that's a hell of a concept. We make it hype, and you wanna step with this. Shape plays on the fade, sliced like a ninja, cut like a razor blade so fast. Other DJs say, damn, if my rhyme was a drug, I'd sell it by the gram. Keep my composure when it's time to get loose, magnetized by the mic while I kick my juice. If there was a problem, yo, I solve it. Check out the hook. While my DJ revolves. Yo, man, let's get out of here. Word to your mother. I love that. I know that Mr. Shoe rapping is a meme at this point. It's a meme. But I love it. <sighs> no, it's very, it's very cute. And I feel like this is like season one. They're still being realistic about being a show choir where it's like mm-hmm. it, the choreo isn't that complex. There isn't mm-hmm. like a lot of uh, like props or anything or costumes. Well, do you want to hear a little secret about the choreo? Okay, Tell go me. off, Nikki, please. <laughs> so the choreographer... For Glee, Mr. Zach Woodley yes. was my personal choreographer in Hairspray. Oh my God, wait. So every single this. day, I never danced a day in my life before Hairspray. And when I met Zach Woodley, I don't know what happened, but he has such an amazing way of teaching you and making you feel comfortable. And so we were together for the entire filming. And then after we wrapped, he went on to Glee. Wow. That is awesome. Wait, and then Adam Shankman, the director of Hairspray, also directed a few episodes of Glee, like a number of episodes. He sure did. Yeah. Absolutely. Who I love. Um, I was calling my dream maker because I'm like, well, you made my dreams come true. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. And then one of my favorite co-stars that I've ever had Alex Newell, who I think is just, you want to talk about a voice. Now that, honey, that is the voice. Nikki, this might be our best episode yet. I 
I literally <laughs> you're so sweet I literally am like fully obsessed with geography club I think like people are sleeping on this film you know what I have to tell you that I agree because <laughs> this film like it just touches on so many important subjects yeah um, and it's done in a lighter way so it doesn't make kids feel like they're being like you know everybody's looking at you this yeah. film is about you and then you're gonna have to come out after no it, it's so many different kids going through so many different things and there's somebody for everybody to identify with and yeah alex and i had a great time yeah again like that's someone that i really want to get in this episode i want an alex number the best I, I need him to sing I Know Where I've Been from Hairspray. I mean. Because he sang it, uh, I believe, recently. Well, when the quarantine started, he sang it. And I, like, he recorded it and sent it. And I just bawled. Yeah. Bawled. Uh. Like, lost it. I was like, oh, my gosh. One of the greatest voices of our century, for sure. Oh, my gosh. We do need to get back to. <laughs> let's go back. Okay. Let's, I know. I'm sorry. Back. No, no, no. no I'm I love loving, this. This, I'm is loving this so much, Nikki. We do need to talk about Ice Ice Baby. Oh, I mean, look, it's a 90s hip hop classic. Mm -hmm. So like there are those certain songs that like when they play, they just get you moving and grooving. Whether you were born in the, the 80s, 90s, 2010, mm -hmm. like they're just those. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Like the minute you hear that, you're like, ooh, I want to move. And I <laughs> thought that was a really clever song for them to give Mr. Shu because, you know, he's still a young teacher. Right. And you, you know, teachers and students want to be able to relate to each other. And I think that was a really fun, relatable song where he could be like, hey, I'm not like the strictest teacher in the book. We're going to have some fun here, okay. you know? So I think maybe that was the thought behind it. I don't know. Yeah. But I know because I felt bad after Teach Your Children, like sort of dissing on your <laughs> friend, Matthew Morrison. Um, but I'm glad that we did get, we did Ice get Ice like, Baby. one of the better Mr. Schuster songs. Yeah. yeah. I think it's fun. Absolutely. And I always, I give so much credit to singers who can rap because I am not a good rapper. Like <laughs> it is just not, that not par for the course for me yeah. um so just props to you matt good for you yeah. because i wouldn't touch that with a 10-foot pole <laughs> <laughs> um i feel confident about ice ice baby going through mm -hmm. potentially but let's see um okay we have okay. a season four number i think ice ice baby is going through <laughs> okay okay <laughs> My love must be a kind of blind love. I can't see anyone but you. I am awesome. <laughs> I mean, I always knew I was pretty cool, but tonight is the first night I realized how awesome I was. Why is that? Because you are the most amazing person I've ever met. And somehow I convinced you to be into me. Incredible. I'm done. I don't. I don't want to be with anybody else. All I need is you. I don't know if it's cloudy or bright. I only have eyes for you. T 
split. No, no, not at all. We were just dealing with some Glee stuff. Anything good? I'm not sure yet, but if it works out, we may have just saved the Glee Club. Is there anything you can't do? I know I can't possibly leave here without having at least one slow dance with you. to unpack there <laughs> that is a u-haul fill of stuff to unpack yeah glee does these songs sometimes where it's like we just want someone singing in the background while yeah. like this story continues uh, it's not yeah. so much about the person singing i will say his voice was one of my favorite male voices on the show he has a very pure tone to it and yeah. i think he's got a really nice smooth voice and I look clearly Hairspray was in 1962 um, my grandparents raised me on doo-wop in 50s yes. and Patsy Cline and so I'm always inclined the minute I hear you know a tune from the older days yeah. I'm just automatically sucked in I'm mm-hmm. like take me away no I love <laughs> this I because I really do like this song of the flamingos I think it is mm. the, it, it is a very good song Um, But I feel as though they just like the performance, it was just like it wasn't there because there was so much context going on in the background. Um, Are there any other thoughts about it? I mean, uh, just going through everything that's happening. So Jake and Marley are Jake is like committing to Marley, which we later find out doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> and so Jake and Marley are make are becoming an official thing. Mm-hmm. And then Tina has a crush on Blaine. Okay. And is like in the woes of having a crush. Yeah. And then Blaine, I don't know what he's doing for Glee Club, but he he's looking at Sam. Does he have a crush on Sam at this time? And Blaine has a crush on Sam at this time. That's point. what I was wondering. Cause yeah. I was like, who's he looking at? What's going on over there? Yeah. Because him yeah. and Kurt are broken up. They're at this broken time? up at this point, and so like he has okay. a crush on. So Tina, as the as the food, what is it called? I don't know, like the food cycle. What is it called? The I don't know. Um, the digestive whatever. system. No, no, whatever. <laughs> I'm trying to be smart. I'm not. Um, <laughs> uh, I, oh I think like Tina. Tina has a crush on Blaine. Blaine's okay. gay. The food Blaine, chain. The food chain. The food Blaine. chain. Oh, okay, I see ya. Right, right. Blaine has a crush on Sam. Sam is straight, mm-hmm. and so it's like no one's winning in this op- in this uh, situation. Mm-hmm. 
That's oh, what I'm trying to get yeah. at. It's yeah. And then that's a tough situation. Ryder yeah. is singing this song to Marley, who's committed to Jake. It's all just a cute little circle. Right. That and nobody nobody's in the food chain, nobody's getting fed. So in the food chain no sounds like fed. something I don't want to be a part of uh-uh. in my personal life at all. Yeah. Too much. Too much. <laughs> too much. Too much. Um but when it comes to down to these two songs. The only similarity that they have is that they both begin with the uh, the letter I. <laughs> the letter um, I. <laughs> Alphabetically, they're very close to each other. <laughs> Alphabetically, they're close, but everything else, not. Um, we have Ice Ice Baby and I Only Have Eyes for You. Um, who wants to go first? Nikki, you start. Nikki. Oh, gosh, this is incredibly hard. I, I have to go call me biased. Call me going with my hairspray family. <laughs> I but I gotta go with Ice Ice Baby. I gotta give it to my brother Matthew Morrison because he yeah. is just the best. So <laughs> that's what I'm saying too. He's so cool that like he could just turn like regular water into ice yeah. ice baby. I mean, you know. There you go. Wow. Okay, Nikki, you're just like spewing out gems. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if only. <laughs> I'm also going with ice ice baby. Not that it matters, but <laughs> it all matters, babes. <laughs> okay, I have the third song that I from me. For From the me. final competition, yes. For the final okay. competition. This is the final one. Yes. The final one. Okay. It's been such a fun ride. I'm excited. This has been fun. Oh my God, wait. Give me a second eye. I need this to get my story episode. straight. My friends <laughs> are in the bathroom getting higher than the Empire State. My lover, he's waiting for me. Just across the bar, my seat's been taken by some sunglasses. Asking about a scar and I know I gave it to you months ago. I know you're trying to forget. And settle things are holes in my apologies You know, I'm trying hard to take it back So if by the time the bar closes And you feel like falling down I'll carry you home
Even when I see Corey on a magazine cover, I still cry mm-hmm. um, just because he was such a talent and such a wonderful, kind human being. So mm-hmm. uh, the minute the video opened and I saw Corey, it was like, eh, what it works. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but I think, you know, the song is them coming together. It kind of reminded me of my high school shows when we thought, you know, this show is too big and we can't do it. And then somebody says something and we start rallying, yeah. you start singing that song and you just realize like, hell yeah, we could do this. We could do it together if we stick together. And I think that's what that whole performance was, was the outcasts and the popular kids merging Mr. Shoes seeing this mm-hmm. being incredibly proud that these people are putting their differences aside mm-hmm. for the greater good which is music and performing and I I just I thought it was absolutely beautiful and then Amber came in there with her high notes and just oh my stole the show I was like <laughs> yes yes my sister get it I yeah. love her <laughs> I mean, you're not too far off. It's, okay. It's, it's, it's so this is season three. Early on in season three, um, Mercedes and Santana and Brittany leave the original Glee Club because they don't feel appreciated, and Got so you. they start their own Glee Club. They go head to head at a competition. They lose, and so then they. This is the this is the performance where they come back together and they join forces again. Um, because they've gotcha. been like butting heads for the past few episodes. But I feel that like this is like one of this is like, oh God, I feel like I said this every other episode, but like this is the winner. This is the winner really? of my book. Okay. This is like such a good performance. You know, mm-hmm. it has like a very strong group of like the the strongest group of like the Glee Club. Yes. All singing. Yeah. And it's just like it's just so great. Like Quinn is singing the Janelle Monet part of of We Are Young, loved Santana just being like a little bit like stubborn, like the last person to come in, mm-hmm. loved that. Um, and then of course I feel like a broken record sometimes, and you've called me out about this, Allison, but like Sugar Mata just <laughs> <laughs> just like. She's, Vanessa Lenges. She snuck her way into the Glee Club. She, she does. Uh, she auditioned for the Glee Club in the season three premiere with Big Spender. Completely, she crushed it in my opinion, but she didn't crush it for everybody else. <laughs> um, and then they, they were like, don't come in. And then started this rival show choir and everybody else joined. And then they were like, hey, we're all joining the New Direction. She was like, okay, okay. I'll... <laughs> I'll string along and then snuck her way into the new directions. She is an icon. She is the moment. That's how you do it, people. Yeah. That is you just you keep it. working your way until you just get on the track. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. I love this. This, yeah, the it's just the like screen cap of like Corey and Naya hugging would sell it for me. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. But this is a good song. Again, like Glee and the diction, like, and now I know the lyrics to this song. If I heard that song on the radio by fun, I did mm-hmm. not know the words. And yeah. now yeah. because of Glee, 
I do. Oh, God. <laughs> because it's incredible. Lee is educating us, people. They're educating us. <laughs> okay, our final song of the episode. All right, final song. Here we go. Here we go. I'm ready. I'm pumped. I'm <laughs> pumped. Okay, this this is Icon. This okay, is Icon. Okay. Wait, what's it called? Trouty Mouth. Oh, oh my God. God be Stop with the mouth Sit jokes. Sit down. I'm not finished. Yes, you are. <laughs> this is uh, a hard competition now. This is such a hard competition. Trouty <laughs> Mouth is the best is the basically original song. I'll stand by that. Oh my god. Oh, I love it. I could see it being sung in a cabaret somewhere in New York, just like by some like woman who's been heartbroken a thousand times, mm-hmm. like with her <laughs> cigarette on one of those long holders, yes. like Jeez. just telling her tales. Their ex-lover <laughs> had the biggest mouth. The biggest <laughs> lips. <laughs> I don't even know if I have like the words to express like how much incredible love this song i just think it's so funny but at the same time it's very witty it's so rude to like cord overstreet as an actor (laughs) that they just keep on making jokes at the disposal like of his like bigger than average mouth um (laughs) but i mean like at least we got this trouty mouth it's but so I mean, funny. that kind of tells you, I've never met Cord, but um, kind of tells you that he seems like a super cool guy to let them do an it's episode like that <laughs> yeah, and just, just roll like, with it. So yeah. props to Cord. I don't know you, Cord, but good for you. Yeah. <laughs> we get this song and then we get John Locke's remix. Oh, John Locke's on, remix. Which, yes. Which we yeah. have talked about in previous episodes. Incredible. The like EDM version of Trouty Mouth. Mm-hmm. I I love this. This is a weird part of Glee where everybody's dating people they usually that they don't either start the series with or end the series with. Mm-hmm. Sam is dating Santana. Brittany is dating Artie. Rachel like kisses Blaine at one point, and Blaine is like, yeah. "Do I like Finn's Rachel?" With Quinn. Yeah. Finn's with Quinn. Wow. It's it's weird and this little like vignette of like episodes i missed out on so much drama you guys yeah it was a lot an original (laughs) song this half of season two chef's kiss chef's kiss we get trouty mouth out of it we get trouty mouth we get my cup we get loser like me i don't know if i would throw a loser like me in with with that grouping (laughs) but um Trouty Mouth in My Cup, absolutely. Uh, mm-hmm. 
This is a very tricky competition because, you know, every so often we get these competitions where it's like, I feel as though they're both songs that would make it very far, but mm-hmm. they're unfortunately put against each other in the first mm-hmm. round. Um, Trouty Mouth to me is like a top 30, I think. It's okay. so great. And that's why I feel so bad turning my back on it and voting against it in favor of We Are Young. Wow. Okay. Nikki, I want you to go next. I, I, I don't have words. Ah. I mean, I love the style of Trouty Mouth because it's got that like cabaret, like yeah. I'm gonna put you in your place feel. Um, but I, we are young. It's it's a great song. Allison. Wow, it doesn't even matter that my vote is for Trouty Mouth. Wait, are you really gonna say Trouty Mouth? Don't do that to me. I'm really gonna say Trouty Mouth. Okay, I really like that song. I love it. There's, I think there's about no, it on a daily no basis. There's no way. There's no way that you liked it more than We Are Young. I did like it more than We Are Young. We Are Young is very good. It, this was a very, very hard competition. Okay. Well, and Trouty Mouth is a stiff is, competition. It is. And Trouty Mouth is a good contender for what I'm going to bring back in the 200th song episode. I'm going to agree with you on that one. I, I think Trouty Mouth is a good contender for me, even though I voted against it. I would I would like to bring it back. But I also just want to address that I pulled all of the winners this episode. I pulled did, all of the losers last episode. You did pull all the losers last episode. Do you want to just sit in that moment for... Uh, I just want to flex <laughs> that my cup, my cup had all of the winners. Okay. <laughs> Your cup is running over with winners. Um, just as a recap, the losers all from my cup. Teacher children, yep. I only have eyes for you and Trouty Mouth. And the winners and. all from my cup, touch it, touch it, touch me, ice, ice, baby, and we are young. Nikki, to wrap up every episode, we like to ask our guests, if Glee was still on in 2021, what are they singing? What are they singing? I, You know, there's been so much amazing music being put out. I mean, you think of all the incredible artists that have come out since Glee, Billie Eilish, Ed mm-hmm. Sheeran, um, you know, uh, so many incredible just artists that are just putting out incredible new music. And so I think there would be a lot of, I'm sure they, they do a cover of Justin Bieber, one of, one of his new songs right. yeah. or something. Um, if one of them was having, you know, like a, a, that a religious crisis. I don't know. Um, but I, I think that there will be a lot of incredible songs to pull from. Yeah. I would actually, you know what? I would love to see, and this is maybe just me being a theater kid and, you know, uh, really like crazy into the arts. I would love to see a show that tackles opera every now and then. They because yeah. I've been I've been training in opera since I'm eight years old and there's nothing like an operatic release. So I think they should start a TV show where there's opera. So I'm just Done. saying. Putting it so Ryan Murphy, Ryan Murphy. writing the stuff for you. <laughs> Ryan Murphy, it's all the bare bones are here. <laughs> I just I you know, but I mean at the end of the day, I'm also what I've learned is in this business, in my it feels like sometimes 595 years that I've been in it. <laughs> and then other days it's like, it feels like I just got in yesterday. 
I've learned that you also have to create your own path. And while there are all these incredibly talented people like Ryan Murphy out there creating these shows, I learned that if I want to play certain characters, I'm going to have to create them for myself Yeah. because sometimes they're not as accessible as they should be, or there's not as many for us to audition for. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and I, when I say us, I mean, people of the plus size community, you know, mm-hmm. it's very, it's slim pickings. So um, I, I, I encourage show people who you show writers and directors, you know, expand your horizons and uh, take people out of their boxes yeah. that, mm-hmm. that we were put in years ago and let us sing, let us play all the parts that we are capable of playing. If you were to, if Nikki were to join the New Directions, what is she auditioning? What is the character's vibe? Oh, wow. Um, I think she has definitely got a vibe of like Melissa Etheridge yes. meets Stevie Nicks meets Cher meets Celine Dion. Like, just yes. like, yeah. I just love those big, big songs of Celine, but I love the rock of Melissa. So I think it would be definitely, and especially now since I've come out and I've really mm-hmm. come into my own and I'm starting to feel myself, I think it'd be really, really fun to play a character like that, that just sings her faces off and is just unapologetically herself. Oh, I love that. Layered, like do the rock thing, but also have a ballad at the mm-hmm. end of the episode, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, I think it could be a lot of fun. Yeah. I, I love to sing. Don't get me wrong. I love to get the party started and sing a great up tune, but ballads will get you crying. <laughs> <laughs> um, this has been so much fun, Nikki. Where can our listeners find you online? Any recent projects? What have you got going on? Okay. So here's the rundown on me. I just finished a movie in New Orleans. I am back living in Los Angeles. That movie, I do not know when it will be released. It just finished, but I have seen some stills and I am just so over the moon. I'm so excited about it. It's a totally different role for me. It's dramatic. There's no singing. There is no dancing. There is none of that. Um, Very, very, very excited. My co-stars are incredible. Um, I'm currently writing. I have a podcast, Nikki Nights, mm-hmm. on Spotify, iTunes, all of the podcast platforms, Anchor. And we have guests on there from David Burka to Scott Hamilton to Ryan Russell. So there's some really amazing, um, amazing amazing episodes on there and i've just had so much fun doing it i think we've done close to 100 episodes you can follow me on tiktok where i'm always making where i'm always making a fool of myself on the tiktok uh you can follow me at the real mickeyblonsky.com because somebody stole my name so the real yeah yeah, as opposed to fake one. Oh, gosh, what can you do? Um, I'm like, you know what? Steal my name on Instagram. Just don't steal my grocery cart. You know, like I'm like, whatever. I don't care at this point. Um, but uh, yeah, you can follow me there and on Instagram at Nikki Blonsky. And everything that I'm doing is constantly up there. And I'm writing. And I just performed at LA Pride. So it has been a busy few months and I have been loving every single second of it. Because when I am busy, I am happy. Love that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much for being our Gleek of the Week, Nikki. 
we end every episode by by just saying bye <laughs> like all three of us oh yeah absolutely well i've had so much fun and i thank you guys so much for letting me be your gleek of the week thank so you. <laughs> should we do it in three two one Bye. Bye. This has been Gleek the Week, hosted by Andrew McGuire and Allison Dodge. Make sure to follow us on Instagram. I'm at Allison Dodge. And you can follow me at McGuyGuy, M-C-G-U-Y underscore G-U-Y. And you can even follow the show's page at Gleek of the Week Pod on Instagram and TikTok. Our theme song is mixed by Joe Graves. And the cover art was done by Elias Williams. Don't forget to subscribe. And if you'd like to be a Gleek of the Week, email us at gleekoftheweekpod at gmail.com. We'd love to have you on. Whee! <laughs>